reach your goals by doing something you love. Up your game and prove the doubt is wrong. Believe in yourself and achieve your potential. The career you want is waiting for you. The opportunities are here. The expertise are here. The support is here. The inspiration is here. Grow. Thrive. Innovate. Succeed. Wherever you want your story to take you. It starts at Hubert College. Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, hope everyone's well. Uh, bit of a change in the weather, isn't this today? Uh, I'm Jeff. I teach on motorcycle and motor vehicle. And this afternoon, we're going to have a, a little chat over the course itself, what levels we offer, what facilities we've got. Okay, so <clears throat> courses we offer. We do motor vehicle from level one through to level three. Uh, we also do motorcycle, level two and level three on the motorcycle courses. Uh, they're accredited by the IMI, that's the Institute for the Motor Industry, which is regarded as the main qualification that employers look for if you're looking to pursue a career within that industry. Okay, so uh, each year standalone. Okay, so we progress through from level one through to level three on motor vehicle. With motorcycle, you will start at level two. Uh, the courses themselves are mainly practical. Okay, 70% of your time will be spent within the workshop. Uh, the way we run the courses themselves, it's a stepping stone into the world of work. Right? Uh, we tend to look at it that <clears throat> it's run like a working garage. Okay, so 70% of your time will be spent doing practical sessions. 30% is what we call UPK, underpinning knowledge. Right, this is classroom based mainly. Uh, you will find that we do do maths, we do do physics, and uh, not only do we show you how to take components apart. We will discuss how components are made, right? what goes wrong with them, how they actually work with one another. So there is a classroom element within all three levels. <clears throat> uh, you also have portfolio to keep. This is a record of what work that you've actually completed during the year. Uh, on level one, there is one online test. Level two and three, we have several more online tests that you've got to complete. You will also be expected at level two and three to complete some written assignments. Okay. Uh, we provide a workplace environment. Okay. Uh, it's very different to school. Right. For you younger ones. Uh, it's a more adult environment. So the expectation is we expect you to be a little bit more adult-like in your approach towards your education. Okay. So, during the year, uh, we do have visits from members of the industry who will come in and have a talk to you. Uh, we also arrange some industry-related visits. 
okay, for example. Uh, normally with motorcycle students, uh, they end up going to the, the bike show in November. Hopefully, <clears throat> all this COVID business will be out of our way, so uh, we might arrange a visit to the bike show or to the town factory. Pretty similar with motor vehicle. Right, we get industry-related uh, speakers in, and we also uh, take you to industry-related uh, places. Uh, for example, uh, last year we took uh, some students to uh, a marine engineering company. Uh, within the course itself, we teach you a lot of transferable skills. So don't just think, you know, I want to be a car mechanic. That's good. We want you to want to think like that. We want you to think that you, you do want to do this for a living. But also, we've got many students that have gone on to different industries. Uh, we've got some students who've gone into the forces. A couple of them are now working uh, in the RAF. One fixes helicopters for a living now. Uh, we've also got students that have gone into the petrochemical industry and onto engineering. Uh, at level three, course itself provides UCAS points depending on what are the qualifications that you've you've previously got. Uh, we've also had some of our students move through the college itself and onto our advanced engineering uh, degree level courses. So the course itself is a is a good stepping stone. We provide you with a lot of a lot of soft skills as well. Okay, as well as being able to fix a car or fix a motorbike, uh, we teach you how to measure very accurately. Uh, we also teach you good hand and eye coordination skills. So other careers that you can pursue outside the car job itself, you can end up with a very desirable skill set if you study on one of our courses. Uh, applications can be done online. Uh, they can also be done uh, via email. Okay, you can email either myself or Paul with regard to uh, applications for motorcycle or motor vehicle. Uh, my email address is jeff.wilding, that's spelt with a G, at hubird.ac.uk. Uh, the facilities we have within the college, I will consider probably the best in the Northwest. Uh, we're going to show you the short video soon of some one of our previous students. Uh, you'll see the motorbike workshop in there. It's a nice little workshop. It's a nice little environment to work at. The motor vehicle workshop itself is just as high a standard. Right. Uh, we have some of the very latest equipment that you can actually work on in terms of diagnostic tools. Uh, and all the tutors on the course have a wealth of experience within the industry. So we'll just show you a quick short video on one of our ex-students. Hi, my name's Sam and I study motorcycle engineering at Hubert College. I've always had a passion for bikes, starting off with bicycles as a kid and then when I was old enough motorcycles and around the age of uh, 17 my dad bought me a first one, uh, an Aprilia RS125. When I was coming up to finishing school, I didn't really know what to do next, and then I found out about the motorcycle engineering course at Hubert College. 
It sounded perfect for me, and it's the only motorcycle course in Merseyside. So, I came in for a look around the college, and spoke to some of the tutors at an open evening. I applied for the course there and then, and here I am now. I started on the level 2 course, and now I'm studying level 3. You get to learn about a range of different things such as how to diagnose and fix complex system faults, uh, advanced engine, chassis and transmission and electrical technology, as well as all the theory behind the practical work. The facilities here are amazing, and you get to work on a wide range of bikes. For someone who's into the go-fast bikes like me, you've got bikes like the Fireblade, Jixa K5 and a ZXR4. All the equipment is up to date with what you'll find in the industry, such as the Pizzazz software for the Fireblade and the automotive Picoscope. My favourite part of the course is the theory element. I've always been quite hands-on, so to get the in-depth knowledge of how the systems work and being able to use that knowledge to go out and fix them in practice has really helped me. The experience and knowledge of the tutors has been something that's been really invaluable to me. They've all had careers in the industry, and they're still active in the bike world, so you get taught about all the latest technologies. I've made loads of really good friends whilst I've been here, and it's so different to school. You get treated like an adult, and have plenty of free time. On breaks, you either grab some food from the canteen, or take a walk into town. If you need any support whilst you're at college, you can go and see the pod team. They can help you with everything from careers advice, financial support, transport, uni applications, learning support, and even any personal issues you might have. As part of the course, you get to do work experience, and I'm currently at P3 Tuning. They're a motorcycle tuning specialist based in Liverpool, not far from where I live. I love it as it gives me a chance to apply what I learn in college in the real world, and what I learn here in college. It's also helped me build up contacts in the industry, ready for when I start my career. Now, working alongside experienced dyno technicians has been really interesting for me, as I've got to understand some of the software and equipment used to tune bikes for optimum performance. We've even worked with some race teams that compete in BSB and the Isle of Man. So my next step after college is to go into employment, and my ultimate career goal is to work in the motorcycle racing industry, so you might see me in a MotoGP paddock in a few years' time. Who knows? Okay, right, so that was a short video about Sam, one of our previous students, who is still currently working within the motorcycle industry at a main dealer on Merseyside. So now I'm going to pass you over to Paul, who's an assessor for Motor Vehicle. He'll have a little chat to you over the apprenticeship programme that we run within the college. Thanks, thanks. Oh, thanks, Jeff. <laughs> uh, hi, my name is Paul Steele. I'm the uh, SSF for the um, Motor Vehicle Department. I look after all the apprentices. Um, of course, we are running there's an IMI um, level two. Uh, it's called an Auto Care Qualification. Um, this is run over a duration of 30 months um, or less, uh, depending on um, what previous experience uh, or knowledge you've gained. Um, the entry requirements for an apprentice is that you have to be um, employed in a suitable garage. Um, and the entry level is uh, to have GCSEs and maths and English 
at grade C or the equivalent, which is level four uh, or above. Um, uh, if you have not gained those um, that level of education, you will be required um, to pass an initial uh, assessment uh, and achieve uh, a level three, uh, entry level three uh, in the maths and English. Um, the program, the auto care program, is run over uh, thirty months, um, and that will include um, you. You must uh, attend college one day a week, and the other four days uh, will be in the workplace. Um, as I say, you must be in a suitable garage, and the reason for that is for you to be able to cover all the aspects uh, of motor vehicle repairs. Um, where you're, you're required to carry out um, simple um, tasks um, and eventually work on to complex diagnostic repairs. Um, this would enable you to get the experience required to get you through uh, the endpoint assessment, um, which is at the end of your course, um, which would be on like the 27th month of your 30 month um, program. Um, during the 27 months, um, uh, you will complete uh, motor vehicle studies, uh, and this includes classroom sessions and workshop activities, um, where you and, and that where you work towards and work onto, uh, and you'd be required to pass the online exams um, for all the systems that you cover uh, with your tutor. Uh, in the workplace, you need to complete uh, tasks on motor vehicle systems. Uh, and log all the detail activities, either through job cards, which is all the students have done in the past with their paper-based portfolios, uh, or you can use audio recordings or video recordings. And these will be saved and um, uploaded onto uh, an e-logbook. Um, the e-logbook, uh, that's provided by the awarding body, IMI. Um, and this, is to be accessed um, by your supervisor and myself, and obviously yourself, because you're the one who's uploading the documents. Um, and this is so that we can monitor your progress. Um, and I can go through with you and give you the, provide you with the support uh, of what work uh, and tasks you need to, uh, to achieve in the workplace. Um, once, um, once everyone is happy and pleased with um, the progress that you've made at the end of the 27 months um, and your supervisor is uh, confident uh, and yourself that you've achieved all that's required um, and you've completed all your um, motor vehicle studies and passed the exams and you've passed um, your maths and English uh, functional skills, if they're required to complete, uh, you'll be then entered um, for the endpoint assessment. Um, your endpoint assessor, he will um, check that everything's all been completed and he will check your e-logbook uh, to see that you've covered all the tasks that are required. Um, and then you'll be put in for the endpoint assessment. Um, and that's basically um, the, the, the program. And to finish with, um, there's a grading um, for your endpoint assessments. Um, there's a pass uh, grade 
which represents, uh, which will stand for a full occupational competence uh, of the auto, as an auto care technician. And there's a distinction, which is what you'll all get, <laughs> I hope, um, which represents uh, an exemplary um, level of competence. Um, if just to finish on, if there's any, uh, I hope everything's made clear to you with this talk. Uh, if there's anything that you're not sure of, or any other questions that you need to uh, to clear up, um, please email um, the college, um, which you'll you'll see the email address www.hubert.ac.uk, uh, uh, and we'll get back to you. Uh, all right, thanks very much, and we'll be in touch. Okay, right, so I've got one question. Uh, what kind of job can you do once you've finished both motorcycle or motor vehicle? Right, uh, well, the main one is uh, you can get a job as a mechanic. Right, ordinary multi-tester. There's a lot of transferable skills, though. Like I said previously, uh, we've got students who've gone on to do engineering. Uh, we've also got uh, other students that have gone into the, the forces, we give you the transferable skill set. Okay. Uh, so you've got to think outside the box slightly, but what skill set we do give you does provide opportunities for other industries. Okay. Uh, one for Paul. Um, well, hopefully, uh, when you've completed your apprenticeship within the garage that you're in, um, hopefully they'll take you and keep you on as a, as a full-time uh, qualified mechanic. Um, there'll be other courses further along the line um, that you'll be able to take, which will, um, as like Jeff just said, you, you know, to become like an MOT tester. Um, so there is, and as like Jeff saying, the motor vehicle industry is huge. You to look into what you can progress onto uh, and into, like Jeff said earlier on, as regards a helicopter uh, mechanic. There's, there's so many different avenues that you can you can go down once you pass the qualifications. So it's 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 well worth looking into what's out there, and you'll be they'll be you'll be provided with uh, career guidance uh, from either the motor vehicle staff uh, or the pod over in the Balliol Centre. Of career aspect, what's available out there? Okay, we've got another generic question here. Uh, Callum wants to know: Does he need to find an apprenticeship himself? Right? There's a there's a couple of ways on that. Uh, occasionally, we get offered them within the college itself, uh, where an employer will get in touch with the college and we'll put it out to the the, the number of students that we've got actually studying at the time. Uh, but also you can approach us if you've got a, a job in a garage. You know, say you've, you've had a Saturday job at a garage and your employer decides they want to take you on, uh, we can take you on the apprenticeship shift route that way. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. it's one of them. Um, All right, one well, we get asked uh, quite regularly, actually. Uh, Gary wants to know, do we have, uh, can we have a mature students on the course? Uh, the simple answer is yeah, right. However, uh, it is subject to funding. So what we normally suggest that you do is uh, if you have a little chat to 
what we call a pod over at the college, uh, and they'll advise you on. In a lot of cases, you probably won't have to pay for the course. However, you do need to speak to, to the finance team regarding that. But we've got students, for example, my motorbike course, I've got from 16 through to 60 on that. And we have a wide range of different people apply for the course, uh, different age groups, and uh, girls as well as the lads do both courses. Right. So, in that respect, uh, it doesn't matter on age, gender. We're quite happy to take everyone. Uh, yeah. Course itself. Uh, Ellie wants to know will it get me to uni? Uh, she wants to do either a, an engineering course or a, a motorsport course. Okay, right. So, Previously, we have had students go on from level three uh, to do engineering within the college itself on one of our engineering courses. We've also got students who are at uh, John Moore's University studying engineering. And we have a couple of students from Motor Vehicle who have gone on to study motorsport. Uh, one up at my school from last year. So it depends on how many points that you can actually accrue. The level three course does give UCAS points, but it's also dependent on your previous uh, <clears throat> education, right? What GCSEs you've got, if you've got any A-levels. We can also help you towards bumping your UCAS score up. So short answer, yeah, you can. Okay. Um, Will asks, Will he get paid on an apprenticeship? Yes, you get paid um, an apprenticeship rate, um, which is um, four pound. I think it's, is it four pound fifteen an hour um, at present. Uh, I think it's not long gone up. Uh, I think it was in March. Uh, so yeah, you get paid um, uh, paid with knowledge as well as paid with pay money. <laughs> A uh, question for Jeff. Um, uh, it's uh, there's one here, Jeff. That says, oh, right, quick question for me from Scott. Uh, what uniform or equipment do you need? Right, okay. Tools, special equipments, we supply. Uh, vehicles, we supply. Uh, what you need to supply is yourself a pen. Preferably an A4 pad so you can make some notes. You're also required to have PPE, personal protective equipment. Right? So that's overalls and boots. Now, we have a preferred supplier that we send you to to make sure that you get one pair of overalls that fit you properly. Uh, two, uh, they are logoed up with either Hubert Motor Vehicle or Hubert Motorcycle. It's to make sure you get the, the, the right standard overalls. Right. It's the same with the footwear. Uh, currently, uh, the charges, if I remember rightly, the deal we did with the supplier last year, it's going to cost you roughly about £35 uh, at present. That was last year's price. This year, we've still got a negotiated cost for you. But it's not a king's ransom. 
Uh, in some cases, depending on your own circumstances, you might qualify for some form of bursary as well. Again, that's something you have a little talk to at enrolment uh, with the pod and the student finance team. But you must have overalls, right? No overalls, no workshop sessions. And as I say, <clears throat> we have our own supplier to make sure you get the correct standard equipment and it's logo up. Okay. Lisa, you want to know, does the motor vehicle run for the 14 to 16 college? Yes, it does. Yeah, we run uh, motor vehicle provision level one for 14 to 16 adults. Okay, one for you here, Paul. Uh, Zach wants to know, how do you find an apprenticeship? Um, hiya, Zach. Um... What you can do is uh, you can contact our sales team uh, at the college. Um, and what we do, even we all work together as regards putting, making contacts with garages, uh, or you can do it yourself. Um, uh, you can basically cold call uh, certain garages and say, you know, you're interested in doing an apprenticeship. Would you be interested in taking your own? Um, we've had a lot of success in the past with students doing that. Um, as I say, if you fill out your enrollment, uh, we'll have your name and uh, your name and number, number and contact. Uh, and as soon as we hear anything, uh, we can um, contact you. Um, and that's the way it's been done in the past, and it's been quite successful in the past. Um, so yeah, um, you know, if you prefer to uh, start engaging and, and contacting garages um, and do it that way. But we'll, we, we can also help and support you as much as we can. Okay, so Kane wants to know what bikes have we got. Uh, right, uh, last egg count, I think we had about 20 motorcycles available for us to work on. They go from 50cc mopeds right up to fire blades. Uh, my take on that, motorbikes are a bit like money. You can have, never have too many or too much. So, uh, yeah, we have a wide range of bikes. Uh, one thing I will say is the course itself is predominantly based on road motorcycles, not competition vehicles. Uh, so we don't have anything in the way of uh, off-road vehicles in. Okay, it's a predominantly road-based course. Okay, Scott wants to know, he's uh, 25, can I access funding if I need to pay for the course? Best one to speak to is student finance on that. Depending on your own personal circumstances, that will depend on whether you've got to contribute towards your course fees. Uh, with the bikes, we start at level two. Right. Uh, have a little talk to student finance over at the pod. It's very rarely someone has to pay for the course, right? but it does depend on your own personal circumstances. Okay, right, so I think we'll wrap that up for this afternoon. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, don't forget that we're open for applications for September. Uh, you can apply online or on the website. Uh, you can also, if you ring in, we, we will send you a paper-based application out to you as well. Uh, if you've got any questions, uh, don't hesitate to contact us. Uh, stay safe. And uh, we hope to see you soon.
Okay, thanks for your time. Bye now. Bye-bye.